Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! A shout out to Bob Cousy today, who made my life pleasurable the last two days with Justin Termini and Eddie Johnson. Bob Cousy, you know what? I, you know, Wilt Chamberlain, here's what I'll say about that one last time. Bob Cousy won championships against Wilt Chamberlain and was all NBA when Wilt, Oscar, and West were in the league. Wilt beat Kareem. Kareem played with Magic, and Magic's the best point guard in the history of the league. That is all you need to nosy. No. Kuzi beat Wilt. Wilt beat, beat Kareem. And Kareem play with magic. Case closed. And we move on. Nice to have you with us on this afternoon show. We got a lot going on with a uh, little tennis later on with PMAC French Open, of course. I got to do the seating scenario there with him later. Kevin Lockery will join us later, later on the NBA and Lanier and everything along those lines. Billy Andrade will help us with the golf today. Tiger's on the course right now on two. McElroy part one. He's a stroke back of Justin Thomas, who shot a Four on a shot of three under par 67. McElroy is on the uh, he's got a chance to bogey this second hole. Uh, he's one back. We continue to look. See, Will Zalateris, by the way, is also five under, so we'll have fun with that in the course of our afternoon. That, of course, in the Southern Hills in Tulsa. So we have uh, all my little favorites today. We got Andrade, we got Lockery, we got McEnroe, and we got Randy Moss on the Preakness. Uh, he's got some interesting theories about what they should do with the Triple Crown Series to make sure all the best horses compete. So we'll talk to Randy, NBC, of course, that race tomorrow at 7 o'clock. We have that going on here, too. Back-to-back three-set wins, down 6-1 early in both sets. Uh, the old farts and the uh, and the Fairfield County, so the Heinekens tasted good last night with a slice of pepperoni pie. 1-6-7-6-6-2. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night! So we fly and take you home. All right, let's start with the Celtics, who uh, also the fat guy in Rapid got that going. Plus 115 on the money line after game one. Went there, and the Celtics made you look good. Boston has shown throughout this postseason, uh, really in the last half of the year, 28-7 and after a bad getaway. They have shown you here all in the postseason that they win the games they have to win. They needed to win game one against the Nets when they were down three with 40 seconds to go net basketball, and they won that game, uh, which was, uh, you know, a very, very significant scenario when they got the two baskets late. Nets had a bad possession, and the Celtics on Easter Sunday jumped out to a 1-0 lead. That's number one. Number two, the Celtics uh, went on to beat the Nets, and then, of course, they played Milwaukee in round two, lost the opening game at Boston Garden, at the TD Bank North, lost game one comfortably. Everybody had said the world champion Bucks, the heart of a champion, blah, blah, blah. Giannis this, Giannis that. Celtics had to read about that for a couple days, and then they came out and won game two handily. Giannis got a big basket at the end of game three. They fell behind two games to one. A must game for Boston in game four, one. And then after they imploded and blew a 14-point lead, the Celtics did in game five. They went into uh, they, they went into Milwaukee last Friday night, you know, a do-or-die game on the road against the world champs, and they won a game going away. So every time the Celtics, uh, really since January, had to go out there and win big basketball games, they've done it. That was the idea here uh, with the bet 
yet with the play yesterday prior to game two. Game one, they had a terrible third quarter, 39-14. Fell apart, Jimmy Butler's on slot the whole nine yards. What's Boston do? Well, they get Horford and Smart back. That's number one. Smart scores 24. Horford does what he does. And the Celtics do nothing but make threes. 20 of 40 from the field for the game in that department. Early down 18-8. Next time you turn around, it was 65-40. Celtics at the half. They blew out the heat. Win 127-102. Shoot over 50% from both three and from two-point land. A lot of balance. You know, Brown and Tatum and... Pritchard off the bench and Marcus Smart. I mean, uh, the, uh, Grant Williams scores 18 points and really buried uh, the, South, uh, the Heat and made it a no contest in a game they had to have. Now, they wrestle home court away from the Heat. They go home to play two games Saturday and Monday. Let's see if Miami can win a game up there in Boston. They did so in the regular season. Lowry will play eventually. But even if they do win a game and they go back to Miami 2-all, not a great home court advantage, number one. And I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that Boston, if they had to, could win another game on the road. They won two in Milwaukee, two in New Jer- uh, two in Brooklyn, and now they've won a game here. That's five road games they have won so far in the postseason. That's pretty darn impressive. Miami's won two home games so far in the postseason. Uh, a game in Atlanta, two, oh, and a game in, uh, game in Philadelphia. The Celtics have had to win more than that because they've had some trouble at home. That was Miami's first loss at home in the postseason. Celtics have lost. They lost a couple games to the Bucks in their building. So uh, let's see if Miami can get a job done up there in Boston. I think it's 50-50. You know Boston's going to win one game. Uh, I think the other game will be a 50-50 game. I do think Boston's going to win the series, though. Even if it had to go to a seventh game, I do like the Celtics in a series. they got better players than Miami does. I mean, with Horford and Smart and Tatum, who's the best player on the court, and Brown and Robert Williams, uh, Grant Williams, uh, the, the big kid, and then they got Grant Williams. I mean, they got a better, uh, they have a better team. They have better players top to bottom than the, um, uh, you know, and they're going to get White back to guard. They got better players than Miami does. Hero's good. Butler's great. You know, uh, you know, Ayabayo's pretty good. You know, Tucker's okay. I mean, but, uh, you know, Lowry's not playing. The point guard, Davis and uh, Vince, Cape Vincent in, in replace is okay. They're not as good. I mean, the Celtics have a better roster, more talent, top to bottom than Miami does. And so as a result of that, I think Boston will figure out a way to win this series and get to a, uh, uh, get to an NBA final. That doesn't mean they're going to beat Golden State. We'll get to that series down the road. But I do think they're going to get done and get through this series. They have shown medal when they've had to show medal throughout this postseason. They were three games under 500 late in January. They didn't blink. They bounced back. They ended up with the two seed, had home court in the second round against the Bucks, And, you know, they have played well on the road. So if they have to play another game... We'll have to win another game in Miami. I don't see why they can't do that. So we now see as the series shifts. Meanwhile, tonight, Dallas will play at Golden State. This series, I'm not as confident with, with the underdog team because I just don't think... Remember, the Celtics were a big favorite in the uh, Eastern Conference Final. Prior to Game 1, they were minus 175. Golden State was like minus 210. Uh, but I just don't think that uh, Dallas has enough arsenal to deal with the Warriors. The Warriors also have not lost a game at home throughout this postseason so far. And with Poole, Thompson, uh, you know, Curry, 
Wiggins has done a nice job. Uh, they got a lot of firepower. Green does what he does. That is a lot of firepower. And I just don't think Donkic by himself, you know, with a little sprinkling of, of course, Brunson, you know, maybe a little sprinkling of Dinwiddie. I just don't think that's enough uh, to beat the uh, Warriors. Uh, listen, they'll probably win a home game. Uh, I don't see why they can't uh, win a ball game in their ball in their arena. They're good in that American Airlines. So I see them winning a game at home. They were down 2-0 to Phoenix, and they came back and beat them. They won four of their last five. I just don't think they're going to do the same here uh, when they go out there and um, uh, they uh, and, and if they felt if they lost tonight and won four to five against the Warriors, I still think it's a Golden State Boston final, and I think that will be one hell of a final in the NBA. The NBA has not had a lot of drama. We've discussed this. The game last night, you could turn it off early fourth quarter. Uh, after Miami got that lead down to 15, right back up to 22-23. He didn't have to watch the second half of the Dallas Golden State game. Last Sunday, uh, Bucks got killed in the second half. Uh, really got killed late second quarter on. Never a contest. They scored 79 points. They were 4 for 33 from 3. Uh, obviously, Phoenix, a complete no-show. Chris Paul, I think Bob Cousy would lose a home game by 30 three points in the NBA finals. How about the NBA conference? How about that? You think Bob would figure out a way even without Russell? No chance. Uh, and of course, Phoenix fell apart and, and lost that game and, you know, not competitive. They had no game sevens in the opening round. The NBA has not had a lot of drama. The one thing I think they will have is a spirited final. If they get Golden State and the Celtics. I think people and the nation will get into that. At the big franchise in Golden State, Nothing is more historically significant in the NBA than Boston. Two good-sized markets. You know, Celtics are polarizing. Curry's a huge star. I think that will be one hell of a final. Got to get there first, but one hell of a final. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. 